thanks so much for joining us this morning for our Word of the Day. Uh, today we're going to begin looking at the book of Psalms, specifically Psalm 1 and Psalm 2. Uh, the book of Psalms is probably the most well-known and uh, most well-read book of the Bible. It's, uh, a, it's composed of 150 songs and prayers and poems uh, to God and about God. And there's many different authors in the book of Psalms. Of course, everybody knows King David, and they associate him as the psalmist. But David only wrote 73 of the psalms. The rest of the psalms were written by uh, Korah. They were written by the worship leaders of Israel. We have a few written by Moses and Solomon. And then a third of them, 49, are anonymous. Now, the book of Psalms, each psalm falls into two categories. It's either a song, a prayer, or a poem of praise to God, or it's a song, a prayer, and a poem of lament to God. And so it tells us a few things. First of all, it tells us that, yeah, we should praise God. The majority of the Psalms are praises to God. We should praise God for his goodness, for his provision, for his protection. But it also tells us it's okay to lament to God. It's okay to pour our complaint out to God. That's why so many people love the Psalms. That's why I love the Psalms. You know, when you read the Psalms of David, his, you can see the roller coaster of emotions that he goes through. In one psalm, he's saying, God, you're so close to me, I can't stand it. I just love you and I cherish you. Then the next psalm, he's like, God, why are you so far away? I can't feel you. Are you ever going to come back to me again? And so he kind of reflects that roller coaster of emotion that we go through in our walk with God, where we're being blessed and we're being, everything's going well. We praise God, we thank God, and then, of course, bad times come and we lament to God what we're going through. And both are fine as long as we understand that our lament to God isn't to complain about God or to bash God, but just to pour our complaint out to God. So this morning as we look at Psalm chapter 1 and 2, first thing we need to notice is these psalms are anonymous. We don't know who wrote them. Uh, we don't know what was going on in the history of Israel when they were written, but they were put at the beginning of the book of Psalms for purpose. They kind of lay the groundwork for the rest of the Psalms. And here's what Psalm 1 says. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his, in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So the psalm begins by contrasting two people, the blessed man and the ungodly man. Now the blessed man, he's not blessed because he has a lot of stuff. He's blessed because he's content with what God has given him or what God has placed on him. He is happy and joyful in his relationship with God. It's what, what De Paul was talking about in the New Testament. You know, Paul, he goes, look, I've, I've been successful. He was a successful Pharisee. He had money. He had uh, recognition. He had a name. He goes, I've been uh, successful. I've been poor. He had to make tents to, you know, provide for himself on his missionary journeys. And he goes, whatever state I've been in, I've learned that I'm content with whatever God has placed on me. And that's what the blessed man is. The blessed man is the content man. But look what the psalmist says the blessed man doesn't do. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, 
nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So the blessed man, he doesn't walk a certain way, he doesn't stand certain places, and he doesn't sit with certain people. What the psalmist is saying is the blessed man has different thoughts, has different actions, and has different associations. He guards his thoughts. His thoughts, of course, he says in the next verse, are to be on the Word of God and to be, to be meditating on God's Word and obeying God's Word and praying through God's Word and cherishing God's Word. That's what his thoughts are to be on, not on wicked things, not on sinful things, not on irrelevant things. He doesn't think a certain way. He doesn't act a certain way. His actions are different because of his relationship with the Bible, and he doesn't associate with people that are going to take him away from his relationship with God. So Psalm 1 tells us the blessed man cherishes the Word of God, reads the Word of God, meditates on the Word of God, and obeys the Word of God. Now let's move on to Psalm chapter 2. Psalm chapter 2, it says, Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his, his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh, the Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet I have set my king upon my holy hill Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me. Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now ye therefore. O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way, when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are they that put their trust in him. Again, there's that word blessed. Uh, he's saying, you know, first Psalm, the blessed man loves the word of God, reads the word of God, cherishes the word of God. The second Psalm says the blessed man trusts the word of God. See, Psalm 2 was a poem uh, re remembering God's promise to David in 2 Samuel where he promised to bring the Messiah through the line of David. And then he talks about man's attempts to bring God's will forth. Again, in verse five, uh, you know, th 1 through 3, he's talking about kings trying to exalt their own way. In verse 4, he says, He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. He goes, God laughs at our attempts to force our will over his will, to build our kingdom over his kingdom. And in verses 11, uh, 10 and 11, he says, Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Now, that fear and trembling is not being scared of God. It's being in awe of God and respecting God and obeying God. So the first two Psalms, they're setting the tone for the whole book. And here's what they teach us. The blessed man, the happy man, the joyful man, the content man, and yes, this is man or woman, but the content believer, the happy believer, he loves the Word of God. He reads the Word of God. He obeys the Word of God, and he trusts God and his plans. Can you say that, that about yourself this morning? Do you love the Bible? I know we all say we love the Bible, but do our actions show we love the Bible? Do we treat it like we love it? Do we meditate on it and memorize it and cherish it and, and live out what the Bible says? And do we trust God's will over our will? 
That's what God says we have to do to be blessed. Thanks for joining us this morning. Don't forget to see us tomorrow. We'll be looking at a few more psalms uh, before the weekend, and hope you have a blessed day.